Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Cult Popshire podcast. This is an episode of Film Franchise Fortnights and we've got a very special guest with us today. We've got Miss Kate Taylor, a world famous Christchurch musician uh just give us a wee g'day g'day how's it going i'm here i'm also here and I've as always we're joined third before we're joined from grim sky productions oh alexander jones <laughs> so See, that's why i didn't give you an introduction up front because i wanted to do that so i made my we, we've switched from skype we've switched from facebook messenger chat to um skype is of course richard and i now live in different cities and um i had to dig up my old the fact that when i'm left alone to take care of like my microphone (laughs) i fucked it up the first time (laughs) yeah that's true um but yeah so i had to dig up my old skype account and turns out i named it (laughs) grim.sky.productions which was my edgy high school production company name (laughs) that's incredible do not look it up on youtube can we please post a link to an episode of your cartoon (laughs) Okay, yeah, I made a cartoon, which sounds real endearing and real like, wow, AJ made a cartoon when he was in high school? It's not good. It's essentially like PowerPoint moving really fast, which I guess is what animation is, but but still. It's it's just like a bunch of drawings, like 25 a second, and I just kind of string them one after the other and move the characters ever so slightly between them. It was... It's nothing. It was not as good as it sounds, um, and it doesn't even sound good, so... There we go. It's pretty good. You're pretty proud of it. You're downplaying how proud of it you are. No, okay. Here's what I'm proud about in my cartoon. And Kate, we'll get to you in a second. (laughs) I'm fine. Um, uh, I I think that it's really interesting to go back and like look at some of the stories I wrote because I don't think all the stories are too bad. But 100% everything else that makes up the show was terrible. The story was okay sometimes. The characters were stupid. The animation was bad. The the voice acting. I just got whatever microphone I could at the time and just recorded it and then chucked it on. I was like, yeah, that's in sync. And it wasn't in sync. <laughs> but we've also... And some of the jokes are funny. Yeah, that's true. I like some of the jokes. But, yeah. Do, Do you, you like how... Um, so, Kate, you're our third female guest we've had on. Sweet. Um, and every time we get a girl guest on, I feel like we don't talk to them very much. <laughs> <laughs> well, you brought up Grim Sky Productions. I had to explain myself. No, people can do their own research, but I feel like um, I always feel like we shortchanged Amanda Bertho. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> like <laughs> we had her on; she had a great time. We had a great time with her. Yeah, um, but she's yeah, probably listening like to this episode. We probably didn't let her talk as much as we could have. We were- so, Kate, you're leading it from uh, here on. Trust me, don't worry. I will cut in when I want to say something. Don't you worry. <laughs> Sweet. Okay, uh, so should we get to the crux of it? I yeah, feel like we're so talking about this is a podcast much. where mm. 
Um, oh, Kate, I'll let you explain it. Oh my gosh, Kate, you've listened so to a couple. So this is a podcast where um, no, <laughs> no, I want to hear what what you think this podcast well, is. Well, it's a podcast where two bearded men with glasses mm. um, discuss movie <laughs> franchises, and uh, you talk a bit about um, that. Well, the last one I listened to, you talked about the longest franchise you'd watched, yeah, which was uh there was like Chucky. We was didn't it? do Chucky. No, okay. <laughs> we did. We did Nightmare Land- on Elm Street. Yeah, yeah it that was Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah, yeah. And Land Before Time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there was one other, which was really long. Um, it's and- Godzilla. It was Godzilla. Yeah. It took us a month to get through all of them. Yeah. Instead of just a fortnight. Yeah. Um, and we talk about, well, you talk about the movies and how, what you would do with them if there was a extra movie or a fran- an extra kind of thing that happens. This I don't is know. great. Is that good? No, this is yeah. fine. <laughs> how would you describe each of our like characters on the podcast? <laughs> do you think there's like a clear like funny one or like a leader? Well, I'm like looking at both of you now and it's quite hard to decipher you separately. <laughs> because we look the same. Because you look the same. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I'm sure you're both equal in your parts surely <laughs> surely sure. we've had multiple we've had different people tell us like both me and richard have been talking to people about the podcast before and they've gone oh and it's great because you're the funny one and the other guy's the serious one <laughs> and both of us have been called the funny one so it depends uh, on what you said you listen to though that's true yeah anyway should we get into what we're talking about this this yeah, episode. so um, yeah, Kate um, wonderfully explained that. So yeah, randomly chosen film <laughs> franchise every two weeks, and this week uh, we're going to be talking about Legally Blonde, which is oh, a series my of three gosh. films. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to say which is a serious, and yeah, I was yeah. like wrong. <laughs> <laughs> now hold up, Richard, you just said three films. Now I know <laughs> film buff, but I'm pretty sure there's only two Legally Blonde films. <laughs> well, there's actually. Three. No! What? And I'm going to be real with you guys. Spoilers for later on in this episode. The third Legally Blonde movie. <laughs> it might be the worst movie I've ever seen. I second that motion. <laughs> and I like. I don't say that with a grain of salt. I've watched Land Before Time 8. Okay? <laughs> and like, like, I have watched a lot of bad movies specifically for this podcast. Last night, I went to a screaming... Sc- a screaming? A screening. <laughs> a screening for Tommy Wiseau's The Room. Uh, it was great fun. Came back home, watched Legally Blondes by myself, and wanted to shoot my head, my head off, my yeah. head, entire head. Non spoilers as well for later on, but yeah, yeah, I yeah. did. Me- I messaged Alex the other night and was like, "Why have you made me watch this?" <laughs> and he was like, "Oh no, it's all good." And then last night I get this: "Why have I made you watch this?" <laughs> um, just a quick aside, I want to mention you, you talked about um, how. Land Before Time 8 being one of the worst films you've ever watched. Now, um, to anyone listening out there, um, uh, you know, that that doesn't necessarily represent the views of Cult Popshire. Uh, obviously, um, a lot of people are very passionate about Land Before Time, as we yeah. learnt. And I recently discovered uh, on Reddit, if you, the way, most people know the way Reddit, Reddit works is you upvote or downvote something. You can sort uh, in subreddits or in the entire of Reddit by upvotes. Um, so you look at the top of something and that's the best thing that's ever been posted there, the most upvoted thing. However, if you sort by controversial 
and that shows you the most downvoted uh, thing in a certain subreddit. If you go into movies, let's look at the most downvoted post in the last year. It is, in fact, our Land Before Time podcast. <laughs> because people were like, fuck you, I've, I loved Land Before Time as a kid. And we were like, have you seen the rest of the series? Yeah. Well, it was posted with um, a title that went in that specifically mentioned the uh, grisly murder of the child actress who played Ducky. Yeah, and, that's true. Um, Do you know about People that? were not happy yeah. about it. They're like, oh, fuck you, you, like, it's exploitive and, oh, they're, they're kids' films. They're not meant to hold up to scrutiny. But, like, ever since the start of this podcast, we, we said one of the things we loved about the idea of this podcast is the idea of analyzing and scrutinizing these films that are not made to be held up to scrutiny exactly. as we'll get into with legally blondes i'm sure <laughs> now did you say legally blonde or legally blondes legally blondes ah oh, okay that's the third one yeah so well but it's a nice segue into the first one uh which is legally blonde it came out in 2001 oh. it was directed by robert luke tick mm-hmm. Luke Tick. First um, question. Kate, as a woman, are you offended that these movies are directed by men? No. No, okay. okay. Simple well, answer, good. no. <laughs> that that elephant's out of the room now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Kate, I'm just wondering, can you um, – I'll get you to give us a um, an overview of the plot of the film. And if you could just sing that in your beautiful voice. <laughs> Um, well, you know that Legally Blonde is a musical, right? That's we, we should say that's actually one of the reasons why I asked you to be on this episode. Because yes. uh, if you're looking at the thumbnail for this episode, you'll also notice that Kate Taylor isn't blonde. <laughs> so, <laughs> I no, was. There, there's no, were you, were I you, was. I was platinum blonde? blonde. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. get a photo of that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, use you that know. one. <laughs> um, and then have her holding like a gavel. <laughs> mm, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Oh, you should put it. those like judge wigs on us for the. Thing. Okay, now I'm getting offended by the males. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So, uh, tell you about the movie. Yeah. What is the plot? The plot is a sorority sister. She's the head of the Delta News. Yeah. Uh, is in love with and planned to be engaged to the love of her life. Whose name has completely gone from me? What's his name? Uh, I believe it's Warner. Warner, Warner. thank you, Warner, the as dreamy in, Warner. As in the brothers. Yeah. As in yes. Warner. Don't forget this book I had when I was a kid, and I don't expect either of you to know what it is. Exactly. I was about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she uh, is expected to uh, get engaged to Warner, and then he drops the massive bomb that she isn't his family's material because she's basically blonde with big boobs. Quote her. Mm-hmm. And he heads off to Harvard Law Schools and she realises that if she wants to get the man of her dreams, she has to go to Harvard Law School because his brother has the preppy snob fiancé and that's how they're going to fit into the family. So she makes this outrageous um, video to get into the school, gets her grades up and gets in. And then it's basically her journey through Harvard Law, thinking that she wants to marry the man of her dreams, but she actually finds her own path and her journey into becoming the lawyer badass girl mm. that she is. Yeah, yeah. that, was, is that, that was beautiful. Pretty good? Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was wonderful. And you mentioned her scores going up. So she she um, just she's like, you know what? I graduate in like a month or two. I'm going to go to Harvard Law School. And it's like, and then she ends up getting like 179 on SATs, which is, and it's out of 180. And that puts her in the 0.01 top percentage of people. So it just goes to show that, like, 
You can do whatever you want if you just set your mind to it. <laughs> That's true. And, you know, you have to avoid all the parties with the hot guys. It's very important mm. to oh, stay gotcha. focused. Oh, that goes without saying. That's what I did. There's actually a uh, <laughs> there's a song in the musical about that. Can you sing so, it for us? Uh, no, I can't because I'm not like a hardcore like oh, guy. We're gonna get you to sing by yeah. the end of this episode. Oh, I can do the opening song, which everyone quotes. Okay, how's which it is going? The, oh my god! Oh my god! You guys, this one's perfect, and it's just my size. Oh, beautiful. That's but oh it's like gosh. that's like quarter of the americanism that okay. they do oh okay we should no one's going to hear what we're saying now because it's going to be too busy um cheering and applauding so we'll just wait <laughs> um a few seconds mm-hmm. yep <laughs> cool that no, should be enough time yeah, okay sure <laughs> all right so aj can you uh describe uh, what happens in 2003's legally blonde 2 red white and blonde for me um, okay, so... Also, these films star um, Reese Witherspoon, the yeah. first two. And uh, and Legally Blonde 2, um, Red, White and Blonde, also stars um, the lady from Hidden Sally Figures. Field. Sally Field. Oh, no. Was, no. no, you guys. No, that's not the... No, Octavia she, Spencer. It she, stars Octavia Spencer as a, as a no-named security <laughs> guard. That's right. And I watched it and I was like... Out of the two actresses on the screen, one of them has an Oscar. The other one doesn't. Wait, who are um, the two actors on screen? Reese Witherspoon and Octavia Spencer. They've both got Oscars. Does Reese Witherspoon have an Oscar? Yeah, it's funny because if she was opposite Reese Witherspoon or opposite Sally Field, they both have Oscars. What What did Reese Witherspoon win an Walk Oscar? Walk the line. Ah. Oh. More like Reese with her Oscar. <laughs> Uh, Reese Witherspoon, Red, White, and with an Oscar <laughs> is about. Um, so she's getting married to Luke Wilson, um, whose name in the film is. Wait, so Luke Wilson? Yeah. Um, oh, that's a real. Oh one. man, how do we not remember? How his do we? Name? I know. Emmett. Emmett. Um, hey, like nice. from Lego Movie. Um, yeah. And so he. Um, they're getting married and she decides and already the next sentence you're going to see why Legally Blonde 2 is the textbook example of an inferior sequel. Um, she, she decides that, of course, she's getting married so her chihuahua bruiser needs his mum to be at the wedding. So that's our, that's our inciting incident. Right off the bat, it's about her dog. And so she got, she tracks down the, the bruiser's mum and discovers that bruiser's mum is actually being experimented on by a makeup Com- makeup company yeah um yeah. and so she's like oh i'm gonna stop animal testing and she uh, the basic story is she's trying to get a bill through parliament so she goes to washington congress. and congress yeah and and so i mean i feel like that's all you need to know to understand that movie um are dogs gay that's a big part of it yep yeah it's a big part of legally blonde too actually red white and blonde yeah, Please sorry. Oh, sorry. Uh, my apologies. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely an inferior sequel, and I think uh, a lot of people agree with us on that. Um, Entertainment Weekly ranked it twenty first on the twenty five worst sequels of all time. Mm. No, it is. Mm. It's a good. It's a good. Like if we ever write the film franchise Fortnite's encyclopedia, and we're talking about the certain trends and stuff that we discover, and we're not going to write this, but if we did, um, Legally Blonde two would be on there for me as like. What is a bad sequel? I'd be like, oh, well, Legally Blonde 2 is an example of a bad sequel, you know? 
Well, it's it's one type of bad sequel because you yeah, get yeah. the um the legally blondes, which yeah, um true. you know no one returns. It's terribly filmed, everything like that. This is like um everyone's back and they just couldn't recapture the magic because yeah, yeah. they yeah. tripped over. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, I mean, I have I have my gripes with that film. I don't know if I should we should get into them now. We'll talk about what we thought of the films in a second. Um, <clears throat> But yeah, uh, 2009, so six years later, brought us the direct-to-DVD uh, Legally Blondes, which was directed by a guy called Savage Steve Holland. Uh, are you offended that Legally Blonde <laughs> 3 slash Legally Blondes was directed not only by a man, but by a man who insisted, I'm sure, <laughs> on being credited as Savage Steve? Well, like, that's his... Well, it's not even in quotation marks. It's just, <laughs> it's just his name. I'm just offended by this movie in general, yeah, so yeah. anything like that's associated with it. Mm. Yeah. So who wants to sort of tell us what this is about? I don't, because I don't know what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I'll give it a go. Um, so it's about uh, Al Woods, who's the name of, of Legally Blonde. <laughs> it's about her cousins, and they're from England, and their names are Annie and Izzy. And um, they- the twins. Uh, they're twins, and um, they, for some reason, moved to America. I missed the part why. They moved the with, their, with their dad. They got scholarships. Oh, okay. For this, like, super up there high school. Toity-toity. Yeah, Pretty. yeah. And um, I guess they're, they're vaguely interested in, like, <laughs> the justice system, which is where the legally part comes in. <laughs> well, because they like to, like, screw over shop clerks yeah. and get bargains. and. One of them is hates tests. One of them hates public speaking as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and basically, there's another girl at this high school that doesn't like them because they're so basic. Who and is brunette, by yeah, the way. Yeah, she's brunette. That's important. Can't forget that. Um, mm. And my she's goodness. illegally brunette. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness, what actually happens in this movie? There's, there's okay, one thing I've learned from doing, um, doing the straight-to-DVD sequel that came out substantial time later from from the the franchise it's based on this has happened with a couple of us we've done um which is i know a really long sentence but it's it makes sense um is that you would think it would be you would call it, oh it's so stupid it's so simple no it's not legally blonde <laughs> the, the ending of legally blonde one is almost too simple that i kind of critique it on it the ending of Legally Blondes is so fucking convoluted yeah. that it basically it ends with a trial where they're trying to prove that they're not guilty for stealing a answers to a test and they're not guilty they were framed but the way they do it is a five minute scene that's dragged out to twenty <laughs> minutes and oh, I'm not it's, it's just it's so awful I had a terrible time with this movie and- everyone in it looks like they're made out of plastic. Um, yeah, they just it's recycled got Ted every- in it. They recycled everything from one and two as well, like yeah, everything, even like the montages and oh. the jokes and the way so- that they like attacked them when they were. It was when they were attacking them in the school. Like you framed us. It was like Al in the first one mm. attacking Chutney. Yeah, it's just, it was like the same yeah. thing, just in a really tortured um, way. And also, so okay, we're going to be getting into famous iconography from this movie one of the the one like i'd seen legally blonde once when i was like eight so i didn't i didn't remember it particularly well going into this but one of the things i remember was of course the bend and snap which is something <laughs> there's um, a song about that as well is, by is, the way i'm not surprised yeah. um so basically legally blonde teaches um the other blonde that uh <laughs> jennifer coolidge actually that's her yeah, friend paulette 
Paulette, yeah, um, she teaches her that if you want to get a man's attention, you just got to bend and snap. So you, Kate, do you want to tell us what is bend and snapping? <laughs> Kate, do you want to really, show us? I'm really glad this is a podcast because I was about to say, what are you going to get me to show you? <laughs> um, the bend and snap is a move where you bend, like you pretend to drop something. And so the guy's like, oh, you dropped something. And you're like, I'll get it. And you lean over, pick it up. And then when you pick it up, you snap back and you basically put your tits out. Yeah. But like your fingers are kind of around the edge yeah, yeah. to, yeah. Yeah, to accentuate, yeah, so, the accentuate the thanks. Now, in, your, in your experience, Kate, does this work? Does this a good move? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, really? Weekly. Cool. I must, I must, I must be sub- subconscious when it happens to me on a daily basis. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'm you know, <laughs> so, I would probably be Paulette. Let's be. Honest. I would probably be the girl that like breaks the guy's nose. Mm, okay. So mm. I can't say it would work with me. I want to. I want to. Yes would it work on you, Ajo? But you I know? don't want to offend you by saying, <laughs> "Yeah, totally." Um, would it work on me? Did you say, Richard? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it does work on me. I don't think anyone's ever bend and snapped to me before. Do you think it's the hair flip as well, though? Because mm, she really gets yeah, a like mm. good whip of the hair. In so there. that that brings me to what I was talking about with um, legally blondes is that in legally blondes they kind of try to um, do an equivalent to the bend and snap, and it's called mm, the the yeah. flick and wave. And the flick and wave. <laughs> oh my gosh! I blocked this out. If, <laughs> if you if you want to get something for half price from a fashion store, you look for the male clerk that's inexplicably working in the female fashion store, and you go up to him and you tell him that you want it for half price, and then you flick your hair back and do a little wave. And I'm doing the action, which is pointless because this is an audio medium. You flick. And you also hair. don't have any hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. You flick your hair back with your hand, and then with the, that same hand, you do a little fingery wave. Yeah. Um, that's not sexy. <laughs> you also like when you're when you're immediately in front of the guy, you're like waving at him. Yeah, yeah. You already started a dialogue with him, and then you wave at him. <laughs> what are you talking? And like this the, in the movie, it's treated like it's it's doctrine. Like it's used a few times throughout it to, for them to get what they want with different women on different men flicking their hair back and waving at them, and immediately they're putty in their hands. And I'm like, and what even is it? What you- it's used on fucking Booger from Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, he's Booger's in this, in this movie. franchise as well. Yeah. He was in American Pie: Book of Love, which was like the worst one. The legally probably on par with Legally Pie Blondes. Movies. Yeah. And then he was in Revenge of the Nerds, and now he's in this as well. Mm. Um. Yeah. So that's my main gripe. <laughs> but the hair flip is a thing, though. Girls do hair flip. I know they do hair flip, but like. But the wave, I'm a little. I don't. Yeah, jury's still out on the wave. But I mean, okay. But is there the addition to the fact that they are like, what? How old are they? They're only like seventeen, seventeen or something. Yeah, or yeah I was 16. thinking about that because they they're like twenty five, twenty four or twenty five now. Mm. So they that was <laughs> nine years ago. Wait, really? Yeah. So what? They would have been like sixteen in the movie. Yeah. Let me just fact check this so they it couldn't bend I would be offended by that if they were 16 and bending and snapping yeah Kate how dare you um <laughs> I did look them up after watching the movie and discovered they're now in a band with their two other sisters um, um yeah called the, Ru- the Rosso sisters or something what was it called <laughs> they have a song called the- like Ola or something they they would have been 14 when they filmed this <laughs> they do not look 14 Ah, oh, that maybe forgives makes me forgive some of its sins then. Because Isn't that so fucked though? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, to be honest, compared to the first two, it's I mean, not a like very sexualized the- movie. 
Um, so yeah. I don't know. It's not like they're sexualizing them really that I can think of. There's a scene mm. where they're in bikinis, but but again, stolen from when um, Vivian tells mm. Elle to go to the party dressed up. See, stolen. Mm. I'm sorry mm. that we've spent so much of this time talking <laughs> about the film and the series that no one listening to this will have seen. <laughs> Felt we really needed to get it like off our chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fresh. The wound's still fresh. Yeah. All right. So we've kind of um, said what we thought of the uh, third one. What did you guys think of the first two? Uh, okay. Well, okay. Legally Blonde one, I actually, oh, I shouldn't call it that. Just Legally Blonde, mm. isn't it? Sorry. The, the only true really legal. Yeah. legal. Uh, it's, I have these like safe movies and like if I'm like cleaning or baking or like not wanting to pay attention, but have something on the background, I have like a handful of safe movies that you just don't need to watch. Mm. Legally Blonde is one of my safe movies. Mm. So yeah. I like love it in that instant, like in that aspect, mm. but it's, not gonna like change my life, and then red, white, and blue. I was like, "Yep, cool." Uh, red, white, and blonde. Oh, sorry. Get off Kate, get the fuck off I'm the really, podcast. I'm really not doing well here. Eh? Um, sorry, Kate. Had to go. Um, <laughs> really quickly. Um, it's because I'm a brunette now. I, mm, you know. Yeah. Um, sorry, just a bit of a brunette moment. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it, it like it could have happened, or if it didn't happen, I wouldn't have like been heartbroken. But I watched it because. Reese Witherspoon is like America's sweetheart. You've got to watch Reese Witherspoon movies because she's just adorable. So she gets yeah, away why with that. This means War did so well at the box office. My favorite Reese Witherspoon movie is is Wild. Have you guys seen Wild? I haven't seen Wild. Oh, yet. real edgy choice. But they do this. They do this thing in the um, Gilmore Girls revival where. Um, like you can go on Reese Witherspoon's Wild journey, <laughs> and like you either are like book or your movie. The Reese Witherspoon's Wild Journey is like a very popular trail. I don't think it's it was popularized by Wild. It's but the, you go, you go um, for the called? spiritual journey. What's the trail called? Uh, I think they've renamed it the Reese Witherspoon's oh. Wild Journey. Oh, okay. Probably. Well, I stand corrected then. And Legend has it like, it's one of those things where, um, you know, sometimes uh, people have said that Reese Witherspoon will actually walk the trail with you. On cold nights, you can still hear, hear wow. her. Acting. <laughs> you can still hear her acceptance speech for Walk the Line. <clears throat> um, my opinion on Legally Blonde 1 was... Oh, you just said it too. Oh, AJ had no, to go. No, I didn't I'll say red, white and blue like some <laughs> freaking idiot. But I'm now offended by the males. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not. I couldn't hear this. Um, uh, legally, so a couple of weeks ago, you and I, Richard, we were having dinner with some friends and I mentioned, I was like, man, it's weird that out of all the movies in all the world, like Legally Blonde has a musical based around it because I feel like it's not really like a cultural touchstone or cultural tentpole and everyone at the table looked at me like I'd murdered a cat and they were like, what are you talking Including about? Me. Yeah, they were like... Yas out like like <laughs> Legally Blonde is like a feminist masterpiece and I was like oh, okay I mean I don't really remember it being being that much so I went into this movie pretty excited because I was like cool we're gonna get gonna get um gonna get a, a feminist masterpiece um out of this and, and I mean, what yeah, I got was misogynist <laughs> track uh, it does it does toe the line in a couple places I think um but it's like I actually quite like feminist media that is feminist by the nature like by in terms of like it shows someone who isn't who is reliant on things like men liking her and then learns that's not important so that's cool um so as a as a fun comedy yeah it's really cool it's really funny um 
as a movie, it's not perfect. Um, as I said before, I thought the... Um, can I talk about what happens at the end of Legally Blonde, the first one? Sure, fine. So at, at the end of the first one, she's basically got to, to prove that this woman didn't kill her husband. And she's talking to her, to the daughter of the husband. And she's played by Linda Cardellini. And she's got this like glorious curly hair. And basically the trap that Al catches her in is that um, she mentions that she got a perm, then went home and had a shower. And when she got yeah, out of the basically her alibi is that she was in the shower. Yeah, her alibi was in the shower. But then she's like, ah, but everyone knows that well everyone who's got curly hair knows that if you've got a perm you don't have a shower as soon as you get home um and i get and that like that's what entraps her and makes her admit that she killed her husband her father sorry because it's like oh i caught you in the lie um i like that that the blonde lawyer saves the day by knowing something that only a blonde person would know that's a good idea however I would probably I I could tell you that you shouldn't have a shower after having a perm. <laughs> like I didn't I didn't think it was the the like righteous smoking gun it could have been because um but that's like she's also her what is it called like when she was studying before she went to Harvard she was a fashion major. Yeah. So it's like of course it was going to be something in the field that she already knew mm. as well. So it's like it's not like shocking. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm no, saying like I've always really liked that though. Yeah, no, I like the concept of it. I like that she she has something that like the the other um, lawyers couldn't do. Like that's essential because blonde is almost like a, a motif in Legally Blonde. Like being like at the start when she gets broken up with, he's like, oh, because you like Marilyn Monroe, and she's like, what? So you're breaking up with me because I'm blonde? And it's like, yeah, cool. That's our. That's our conceit of the movie, mm. is that it's all about how we judge people on how they look, um, especially Whoa. blondes. And <laughs> I never <laughs> judge people on how they look. And so, mm. I again, I like that the the climax was because she is who she is, she saves the day. My only gripe is that it's pretty obvious that you shouldn't have a shower after having a perm. But yeah. So it's interesting. And then the film ends with her um, having graduated Harvard. There's like a big... Um, she gives a big speech and she's like head of her classmates or whatever. And then, and she's like learned a lesson. She's gone through four years of Harvard and then um, cut to the sequel. And she's just like forgotten any character development she had. Yeah, I messaged AJ and I was fucking fuming about this. <laughs> Is that like, she goes in, so she's like walks into Harvard in the first movie and she's like, haha, I'm going to be nice to people and people are just going to give me everything. Cause I've been pretty all my life. And that's how the world works. And then she goes through four years of Harvard, like, mm. at, like not just law school at fucking Harvard. <laughs> and then she goes to like Washington DC. She's like, huh, I'm just going to like get this bill passed. And now I'm the exact same character from the start of the first film. Yeah. And mm. it's like, that's one of the reasons for me that the sequel was bad because like she's f- in the first one. It's like, okay, you're frustratingly naive about all this stuff, but I know you're about to have a character arc, so it's okay. Mm. And then going into red, white, and blonde, like it's all out of the window, and it's it's undoes the first movie and gives us an unlikable protagonist. Yeah. So R- R- Legally Blonde is about how you should judge people by how they look, and how even like a girl who is a total stereo stereotype can. <laughs> <laughs> prove everyone stereo. a stereo can prove everyone wrong and <laughs> this be- girl who's a total stereo she's literally just a 
Um, and you know, and it's like all about how we shouldn't judge people before we get to know them. Legally Blonde, Red, White, and Blonde is about how it's about aunt, a gay dog. It's about a gay dog, <laughs> and how like aren't blondes funny? Like, look how naive she still is. You know, and yeah, I agree. What do you think, Kate? Yes, you guys get well deeper to this. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about. Um, you know how they were trying to get all the other dudes in Parliament on the bit to sign the bill, and mm-hmm. the cheerleaders come and do that bow wow wow yeah, yeah. dance on the staircase, and I'm like, where does that fit into all of this? Eh? <laughs> and then the yeah. haircuts, like Paulette does all those like wacky ass haircuts, and I'm like, yeah. is she smart? Is they, she, you they, know, like she's or but, I don't know, I don't but, know. They have to, um, they have to get a thing. They have, they have Bruises Bill, which is going to, um, if it gets like two hundred and fifty signatures or whatever, yeah. it's going to rule out um, people being able to attest ad- makeup on animals. Um, and they're like, we need two hundred fifty signatures to get it across across. Um, what is? I don't know the terminology here to get it to work. And um, and <laughs> on the first the day, on the first day, they get like sixty signatures. And they're like, it's not going to work out. And I was like, oh. Sixty signatures on the good on the first half. Like, that's those are it's good numbers. Big, yeah. Like this is a good trajectory to get <laughs> two hundred and fifty by the end of the week. Like, but if you're like, yeah, well, yeah, and then then if you're if you're discussing like, is she a pretty girl that just gets stuff because she's pretty? Well, actually, her she's got a yeah, hot, she is. Yeah, yeah, well, well, she's got her hot cheerleader mates, mm-hmm. and she's like, look at all these squares in their suits and these big fat cats who are just here drinking their coffee and sitting there. Of course, they're gonna like use their assets of her hot cheerleader friends mm. to get signatures. So is that smart or is that using, you know, abusing that mm. you're a pretty blonde? I think, I think it show it might show that her initiative of being a pretty blonde, but more so it shows the um, vapid nature of the screenwriters who thought that would work on like professional congressmen and women. Yeah. I think, um, uh, <laughs> assuming these people have like the integrity of, of, of steel, but, um, no, like, there's a scene in Legally Blonde where um, no one's taking her seriously at Harvard because she's she's blonde and wears pink. And um, and as she's being, she gets rejected by a study group and as she's walking out, one of her other classmates, like, snaps at her and, and like, makes some, some call about how she's blonde and maybe she should go back to her sorority mates. And um, Al looks at her and she goes, you know, if you came to one of the pledge parties... I would have at least been nice to you. Aww. And and this girl who we learned from early in the film as a lesbian goes, oh yeah, where well, you could all call me Dyke yeah. behind me back, behind my back, behind me back. And um, <laughs> and she, and Al says, I don't use that word. And then like walks you off. You must have heard it from Vivian. Yeah, yeah. And it's real. Sassy. It's real. Like <laughs> yeah, that's what this movie is about. It's yeah. about how we judge. And like it takes a lot to make people feel sorry for. A privileged white girl, but that movie yeah. shows that everyone has nuance to them. Yeah, and the second well, one, <laughs> one of the like rules of the film is that like Al is like super nice. Yeah, like what I thought you were going to mention there is how there's a, there's a scene where um the kind of um I don't know like the AJ of the group um is asking out <laughs> these two girls and oh, yeah, they're obviously. Right. Are you talking um, about the stilted guy with like a like an awkward thousand mile stare? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, he's asking yeah. out these the two girls, and he's getting rejected. Obviously, um, like like it was foolish for him to even ask because obviously he's so out of they're so out of his league. But you um, said the AJ of the group. That much is already clear. Continue. <laughs> but um, uh, and then Al hears them being like, "Oh, I wouldn't date you. Like you're such a AJ kind of thing." Yeah, and um, it's weird. I was like, "Are they talking about me?" Aww. <laughs> 
Um, and then Al basically uh, like slaps him on the face and goes, "Oh, you didn't call me, and just you, but you're such an amazing lover." And then these two vapid sluts um, <laughs> are immediately like, "Yeah, we'll go out with you." Um, I mean, I only call them vapid sluts because Al explicitly states that this man is like not a loyal person. He's not gonna call them he's not, yeah. uh, not friendly well, yeah, they, he doesn't treat women well yeah but he's got a, a, a you know adequate genitalia and <laughs> knows how to use them and he's the um, aj of the group of course <laughs> <laughs> that scene that actually really confuses me because if i saw a girl do that to buy i'd be like oh I'm back away like i would not it's 2001 oh, it's a different yeah. time yeah like see like Al should have been that. like, oh my You're god, than me and I'm like, it's, it's 2001, Kate. Yeah, I was like 42 up. in that year. So. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's um, that's those kind of movies. Yeah, mm. I mean, so we all we all generally like the first one. AJ has his dumb little quibbles with it, and um, we all thought the second one was a big disappointment, and then we all hate the third one. Yeah. Uh, did you guys this AJ? You talked about how um, there was a conversation had recently about um, Legally Blonde having a musical. There was another conversation we had maybe like a few months ago where I was just randomly like, "Is Legally Blonde supposed to be a pun? Because it mm. feels like it should be." But the only thing I can think of is Legally Blind, but that doesn't make any sense. And this brings us to um, something we talk about a lot on this podcast, uh, which is. Titles. Baked beans. We're talking about baked beans again. No, we talk about titles. That that felt flat. Well, that didn't work. <laughs> Shouldn't have used baked beans as my go-to. Um, if you'd said spaghetti, I would have been fine. Yeah, but yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a spaghetti man. Um, no, that's fair enough. I am too. Why do I say baked beans? No, yeah. <laughs> so, you show yourself in the foot, Kate. I don't know how much of our podcast you've listened to, but one thing we talk about a lot on this podcast is titles. Yeah, uh, and that is mainly because it, I guess we it, seldom it, talk about baked beans. <laughs> it, it originated out of the fact that like I have really pedantic opinions on titles for movies mm-hmm. i won't get into it but anyway <laughs> legally blonde yeah it's it's like first of all the sequels i get their titles they're fine i don't really have a problem with them but yeah legally blonde is a pun on legally blind but <laughs> yeah the movie's not about a blind person like it's a it's a pun that needs to work three ways but it only gets halfway there I don't yeah. think it's a pun. It is. What do you think it means? I just think it's like legal, like lawyers, yeah, and she's blonde, right? So like a legal, right? Blonde. So that's the one way that the pun works. Well, it, like it is officially a pun. <laughs> Sorry, on legally I feel like I shut blind. you down. Eh? <laughs> um, what do you like? Mean? A, a, official, it, like it is a pun on legally blind. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I just says, like it doesn't. <laughs> Like, it, you can't just replace one word with a different word that sounds kind of similar and call yeah. that a pun. Yeah. It needs to have, like, yeah. it needs to fit. Yeah. Um, I once called an episode of my cartoon that I made in high school uh, Illegally Blonde. So that's a four-way pun. Yeah. And that was about yeah. blondes taking over the world. <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> like, as a zombie apocalypse thing, <laughs> not as, like, a legally blonde, like, feminism way. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they were literally zombies because um, every 500 years the blonde moon would rise and that's when oh, something yeah. triggers in every blonde. Every See, and that's blonde. kind of like would that blood mean moon. That, would I? Because I'm a natural blonde. Are you naturally blonde? Naturally blonde. 
So you. So would I be? Would that mean I'd be one of them? Because a big plot twist in this episode that I made when I was sixteen was that um, the blonde character in it didn't turn, and they were like, "Why haven't you turned?" And the big twist of the episode was that she's actually born with grey hair. Whoa! And she wears a wig. Whoa! Whoa! We digress. Yeah. Um, well, so what would you have called it then, AJ? I don't know, but <laughs> I don't have a... I say that like I never have a title to suggest. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know, like... Yeah, something... The, the, the groundwork is already there. Like, it's a lawyer who's blonde, so we, we've already got that. Um, I don't know, is there a word that me- that sounds like basic that is in both law and just like being a basic white girl um let's look up law phrases <laughs> yeah yeah let's do that and um you guys can just sit here Should and listen ta- to the the tippity taps of my keyboard. oh i've got i've got a good story to talk over well yes. a cute story oh, so no we were actually listening to my tippity oh, okay. taps <laughs> we can we can do no, that no i always um, listen to your tippity taps well it's a good story. It's a good story, and I, I'll just—I won't mention names. Um, but a friend of mine has just—he um, got his um, law degree mm-hmm. and had to sit at the bar, like you know. Mm-hmm. And it was all a big formal affair, and it was awesome. And they have to like get up and do the like—they have a person that swears them in, and then the the big Laura, Laura, mm-hmm. lawyer man, Laura, the big, the law also man. known as the judge, mm. swears them in and all that kind of stuff, and they handle the Bible. And then they do a little thank you speech, and it's all very formal. And then at the end of the speech, my friend was like, and to my friends and colleagues, we did it. And then a direct quote from the movie, Legally Blonde, from her, like, Aww. little end graduation speech. And I it caught me off guard so much that I, like, whacked my friend's leg. And I was like, oh, my gosh, did he just quote Legally Blonde? <laughs> it was so good. It was like, oh, hi, look, I'm, like, sitting in the beautiful new Justice Precinct, like, mm. ruins is- Gorgeous. What about so, um, everyday life? You see? mentioned you mentioned the word judge there, yeah, as a word that you mentioned. Yes, and the movie is about judging people before you get to know them. Oh. Maybe there's a title there. What Judgment if you call blonde. it? Yeah. Don't. What What if you called it Terminator Two Judgment Day? Yeah, no, yeah. we've done it. And then Terminator <laughs> Two Judgment Day Two Red White and Blonde. Then Terminator <laughs> Two Judgment Day Twos. <laughs> no, Sarah would just days. wouldn't work though. No. Yeah. You don't think? Okay. Well, that's that's that little quagmire <laughs> solved. Yeah. Uh, so, some just some fun facts about this, and then we'll get into an, a strange phenomenon that I've noticed about these films. Mm-hmm. Um, so, AJ, this is more of a um, this is a behind the scenesy kind of um, fun fact. AJ, do you know this is our seventh straight franchise in a row? That doesn't have Funko Pop vinyls modelled after the characters, which is me. our longest streak. You're telling me the demographic of people who like Legally Blonde don't also like Funko Pops? Yeah. The, okay. la- the last franchise we did that had Funko Pops was Lilo and Stitch. Our last longest stretch without Funko Pops was five films. And that was mid last year. Kate's giving me the the look that I know all too well means what's a Funko Pop? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> am I too old or is it? No, you know those little like you see them at any like You've kind of them. nerdy store or like anything like that, and they're like these little. Um, I think I'm, I probably have one somewhere. Um, they're like these little vinyl versions of characters, and they've got like big black eyes. 
and they they come in little display boxes. They, they oh, look yeah, like yeah. they're meant to be collected yeah. items, yeah. Yeah. items but. Yeah. They're so mass produced now that there's no demand for them. Yeah. So right. people are collecting them, and in 50 years, they're going to be worth you know $12. Mm. Yeah. Because where do I start? That's my question, Funko. Well, they are numbered, so you could just start at one. Yeah, What's but that guy them- lying down? It's Which a sexy one? one on the right there. That's Jeff Goldblum from- oh, Of um, course it is. Of course it is. Jurassic Park. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, so did you guys know as well that this- um, that Legally Blonde was based on a book. I didn't know that until... I did um, not know that. It pops just up like, at the until start of the movie, a few hours yeah. ago. What was that? It pops up at the start of the movie. It's just based on Does a it? book by whatever her name is. Oh, oh nice. Um, but yeah, do you know that book came out six weeks before the film? What? That, that makes it significantly less impressive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How so? Like, well, now it's clear, it's not based on the this book, movie. Was like was was written, filmed, and released in six weeks. Are you serious? No, you're not. No, you're not. Um, no, it means that they made them at the same time. So it's not like I mean, it's not less impressive. It depends how good the book is. But it is based on the book. Maybe she wrote. Yeah. I don't know. Do you know? Do you have any more information on that? No, not really. No. There's there's very little information about the book. Never mind then. <laughs> well, okay. Well, as a as a female. Um, you obviously like fashion. <laughs> um, what um, what do you think of all of like Al's um, costumes in the film and, and shit? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, I mean, the the color pink kind of gripes me a little bit, to be honest, because Mm. I'm... So you're not actually a a girl? girl? Mm. (laughs) I just think... I'm not one of those like wanky people that when I have a child, it's going to have a green or yellow room because, you know, gender, like none of that gender specific stuff. I'm not that hardcore, but I just think like when she's walking up the steps of bloody Congress and she's wearing that bright pink. And then when she goes into like her office and she's like, I just need pinking shears and 20 yards of pink. And it's just like, why do you? It's like Elle Woods. You had four years at, at Harvard. Can you be a fucking yeah. professional, please? That's a, that's a classic example. The fact that she, um, like, it's like, yeah, have your little flair, but the fact that you, like, can't just keep your head down on your first day of, like, this really important job in Congress and the fact that you are confused by the fact that no one else is into it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, like, it's cool that you're a free spirit and that you're into these things, but you actually have to respect these, like, people's boundaries and... And yeah, it's like that kind of stuff is infuriating that a character wouldn't have learned that by the time the sequel rolls around. It's like, yeah, still have elements of that, but it's the, you know what shoving it is? in people's face. It's because yeah. the Al Woods we know for ninety five percent of Legally Blonde is that character, and then we get told four years have passed and she graduates. Like we don't see that character for more than maybe three minutes on screen and so to make a sequel with that version of the character doesn't feel like it would work yeah oh i could do it yeah i know you could i mean but when she's wearing (laughs) when they're doing the um 
the internship and they're like all like after hours she's wearing some really beautiful like Gucci shirts and her mm. hair's all slick and she looks like she looks stunning and not to say she doesn't yeah. look stunning in her pink attire either but it's and it's like you go girl you wear whatever you want and be yeah. you but yeah I just think like as a as a singer here we go world famous this is why she's on as a singer I for, I, I pick my gears for what gig I'm doing so if I'm doing like a formal function I will pick something that's going to fit the scene and it's exactly that it's like it's a little bit she may she potentially goes a bit OTT in her choices but then again I mean I'll probably get hate on by saying stuff like that and people be like you can wear whatever you want bitch yeah so you can bitch Okay, yeah, like, bitch, go for it. Um, Kate but, and I are very good yeah. friends. I want to explain, <laughs> explain that. This isn't me just bringing someone on to the podcast and then calling them a bitch. That's not what this I is. I work with all males. Yeah. It's like, doesn't even touch the size of I'm all good. Oh, don't lump me in with all males. I'm <laughs> oh, not like other See, guys. This is, this is controversy. Yeah, this is controversy. Yeah. It's like, anyway. <laughs> I'm not like other guys. Uh Famous last words, AJ. Mm. Anyway, so fashion, yeah, wear what you want, but maybe yeah, it's good. Well, it's, it's, it yeah, it's good that you say that. And you mentioned her hairstyle as well. Um, she wore forty different hairstyles in this film. Whoa! Like, how many would you say you normally wear in a day? Like eight? Um, I only have <laughs> a very short length. Of, oh, you weren't talking to me. <laughs> I apologize. No, I was talking to um to that bitch guy. <laughs> oh, hey, you don't know her well enough. You can't do that. Richard, can you stop hey, judging someone before you get to know them? Hey, super sidetracked, and this could open up a whole another kettle of fish. Yes. Is like I am the world's biggest RuPaul's Drag Race fan. Yeah. So hair and eyelashes and makeup can there is no limits for me. So I know a lot of girls who would fight you for the title of the be- the biggest RuPaul. Yeah, fan. actually almost every girl I know would be willing to fight every you. Every girl without <laughs> without exception. In yeah, the world. actually just like judging these people without knowing them um, I would be able to say that (laughs) so well but there you go so it's kind of like if she wants to wear 40 hair styles well some drag queens wear 40 wigs in one go so whatever (laughs) at the same time yeah yeah (laughs) you do Um, you but yeah, she also, um, Reese Witherspoon negotiated in her contract that she got to take home all all the costumes that Al wore at the end of the show. Yes. Oh, I'd do that too. Films. That's interesting because I don't think Reese Witherspoon uh, I, I guess I, is very attractive. No, I, I don't think she's like Al in real life. Like watching watching these movies, and maybe it's because I've seen her as now like a more mature, taking on more mature roles in more recent years. But Well, she's also, yeah, like she's, she's a big... Um, like feminist icon. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I I didn't think she yeah. was she was too much like Elle, and it made me actually think, oh man, Reese Witherspoon's a real good actress that she can, you know, be playing like a. No, it turns but out she's actually not a good she, actress. But she produced <laughs> Legally Blondes. Oh, okay. She said, "Yep, <laughs> that, that was the extension <laughs> of her producing." They said, "Do you mind if we put you on as put producer?" You. She's like, "How much money do I get?" And can I like, just say, in her defence, like whether she, how much she did or didn't, she needed to have some say on that fucking awful painting of her in that house do you guys remember the painting on the wall i don't yeah well i Uh, I didn't i don't think you saw her enough to to, saw the painting enough oh yeah it's right in the right oh Oh. i was oh Oh, no i'm sorry that's that really gets like me upset i feel like we haven't talked about legally blondes enough in this episode yet well we'll get to it aj (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) we did have a Um, big rant at the start yeah that's true yeah so uh 
um, another, this is under my little fun facts section. Um, a bruiser was actually a dog named Mooney. Oh, I can never um, watch this movie again then. And um, he died oh. in 2016. <laughs> um, Reese Witherspoon took to Instagram to announce the passing of Mooney. Said, with a sad heart, I have to let all the hashtag Legally Blonde fans know that Bruiser Woods, also known as Mooney, passed away yesterday. He was a very sweet little chihuahua who was very loved. I will never forget the days we spent together. I'm sure his tail is wagging in the sky, sending love to his trainer, the wonderful at tail sticks, R.I.P. Bruiser. What year was that, did you say? Uh, March 10th, 2016. Jeez, he loved <laughs> good innings for a dog. For a chihuahua. Good innings? Yeah. Good, wait, what? <laughs> You've never used that expression before. I did. Either. I used it when I resigned from my last job. Okay, so. I had that's good how innings. I, Is that what you said? Yeah, I said, they were like, why are you leaving? I was like, I've had good innings. <laughs> <laughs> and was everyone like, what not only do you not watch baseball, but you don't watch cricket either. You can get innings in cricket? Yeah. I thought you could only sandpaper balls in cricket. Topical. Ooh. That's what I know about cricket. <laughs> you can you- also underarm bowl. Oh, you could. You could. Yeah. Well, actually, no, you can't anymore. They changed the rules after the bloody Aussies. Um, anyway, we don't need to get into it. Do you know, I, to get into it, just briefly, um, I was I was going on a big rant last week where I was like, you know what? I'd like to propose that putting sandpaper on a little on a ball isn't actually that bad of a thing to do. Like maybe it's just a, a dodgy strategy, like um like counting cards in blackjack. And then someone sent me a Wikipedia page for the rules of cricket where it, <laughs> it says in black and white, you cannot rub sandpaper on the ball <laughs> and I was like well if it's in the rules okay I didn't know that yeah well, well so what they did was they, they put a little bit of like sandpaper well they've said it's not sandpaper they put like this tape on a ball and so you know how the ball has like a stitch on it mm-hmm. um, and so that that's like affects the spin of the ball and putting sandpaper on affects the like wind resistance and so it changes the way the ball yeah. spins yeah and so that, that's that's the crime kind of thing and so it's like yeah I mean if it's uh, these balls are like the, the teams don't just get to bring their own ball that they like know how it feels. There are regulations and so that everyone is fair play. So altering the ball in any way is obviously against the Man, rules. Man, you should be a lawyer. And <laughs> Segway back yeah. in. Because I, <laughs> I tuned out because uh, you're talking about sports. So. <laughs> hey, I don't like sport either. Don't, I'm not like other guys, Kate. <laughs> um, I, I love... Um, Oh, I always like. I always go onto IMDb to research these uh, these films, and I, I often you get some some really strange facts. Like there was a one. It was about Emily Blunt was in a film with no. I think yeah, the Emily Blunt was in a film with John Hamm, and it was like this is her second time. Um, I was starring opposite someone with a pork-based last name because she also starred in X Men First Class with Kevin Bacon. <laughs> And that's probably my favorite IMDb fact of all time. But I quite like this one as well. Mm. Uh, this is the entirety of the trivia entry. It just says, every woman in Delta New is Caucasian. <laughs> in the musical, they're not. Uh, wow. And the, I, I, uh, is it, is it f- like explicitly stated or yeah, is it just? Yeah, so there's there's Al Woods and mm. then there's um, the two that are in the movie, but then there's a third. And she is traditionally played by a colored skinned girl oh nice and is uh, like is there a song that's just i have heaps of black friends no but she does basically rap 
I don't like it anymore. It's, it stopped being like a good way to like include representation and started being something else. Um, that pretty yeah. great though. The characterization is pretty awesome from the for the four of them. So, okay. but mm. I don't know. I'll leave that. To Le- you. We need to do a cult popsha outing to the music. When's it playing next? Uh, it's actually been Christchurch played it last year. It was the summer musical oh, of the bugger. court theater last year. Damn it! Sorry. Oh, well, we can still go see Sister Act, right? No, that happens. Oh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> you can go see Wicked opening on Friday uh, night at the Theatre Royal. I have no feelings about Wicked at all. <laughs> Not enough to groan about it like that. When I was in Melbourne recently, the um, the American Idiot musical was on. Oh, yeah. Um, and I was, like, real keen to go, but it was, like, 100 bucks, And... Like, I didn't know about it until I just randomly saw it, so I hadn't like put money aside for it. And uh, I looked up, I was like, I'll see if it's a good version of it. And like the first, when you searched like American Idiot Musical Melbourne, the first review had one star uh, and it was just like, this fucking terrible. Mm. I didn't know so that. So I was like, eh, probably not. Idiot. Yeah, there is. Musical. That, that was going to happen here in Christchurch. It potentially will. Is, is it? it? Oh, you've got a, a Cole Popter exclusive. Uh-huh, I do. But yeah, no, but you can actually- tickets available at Court Theatre forward slash Cult Pop Show. <laughs> no, I think it's in the in the works still. Um, Richard, are we ready for our new segment that we talked about today? No, not yet. Cool. Um, I just want to say, I um, like I've just got a couple more like interesting little um fun facts. Um, so <laughs> I don't know, Kate, how much you know about like film production, but nothing. Um. <laughs> Anyone listening might think this sounds ridiculous, but anyone who's ever been involved in film or television production will like know how true this is. So in um, Red, White and Blonde, there's this million dog march and they they got all these dogs as extras and whatnot. Uh, do you know all of the dogs that worked for one day on the million dog march were credited in the film, but... Most of the um, the production assistants who worked on the films for months weren't credited. Whoa! <laughs> what were the dogs' names? Um, Mooney. Yeah. And friends. Do you? Re- I just said Mooney and friends that covered all. Of them. <laughs> Do you? Re- so were, they, were the um, dogs' names in the credits? Yeah. In the actual rolling credits at the end of the movie. Yeah. Far out. Yeah. How many dogs? But no, How many? But the production names? assistants went. There was a million dollars. Oh, a million in the million dollar dog march. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and uh, I think it's time for a new segment. Oh my god! And Kate has generously offered to sing us a theme song. Kate, take it away. Should we tell her what the segment's called? Yeah. No, 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 no. Okay. It's time for a new segment. Here at Carpulture. Yeah, Cult Cult Culture. The only chicken based (laughs) podcast this side of the Southern Hemisphere. I hope. Cult Culture. Cult. Cult. The only only chicken apparel podcast. (laughs) Cult Culture. Hey, Cult cult (laughs) Poultry would be a good spin off series. Yeah. Yeah. Where we look at the greatest chickens in film. Number one, Rocky from Chicken Run. Number two. <laughs> All the rest of the chickens. Ginger um, from Chicken yeah. Run. All right. This is a new segment, which I've invented just for AJ. He came to me today and he was like, Richard, I, I got something I want to say. So he, he called it an observation. So we've just we've called this segment Observation Deck. So hop on the Observation Deck 
And here's your captain, Alexander Jones, with an observation. Um, oh, yeah, I'm real nervous now. No, um, I thought it was I feel like you need, like, cruise, like, the love of... Oh, here we go. Soon we'll be making another... You know, that kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They actually do that in the film. Do they? She, one of the friends, I can't remember their names. And that's today's observation. <laughs> no. Um, All right. Well, yeah, AJ, sorry. Observation deck's no! over. No! You... <laughs> um, okay. So, Kate, um, I when we were, we were talking the other day and I said, um, have you listened to any of our episodes? And you're like, I listened to a bit of the Eddie Murphy one. And I said, oh, you should listen to American Pie. Yeah. Did you did you do that? Yeah. Sweet. Good. Um <laughs> I've noticed. Oh, so, well, this observation would be. So we cool. we were um, commenting further towards the start of this year's um, episodes of the film franchise Fortnite. We were baffled by the fact that um, we did we did the Hangover to kick off the year, and then we got we rolled and got American Pie, and we noted when we did American Pie that it's kind of like oh it's like we're going back in time for comedies like like mainstream comedies and how like. Um, even just at come, the last one coming out in 2011, Hangover is pretty dated by today's social standards. We go back to the 2000s with American Pie and we're like, oh man, this is even worse. And then amazingly, we completed our accidental trilogy with Revenge of the Nerds, which goes back to the 80s and is even more politically incorrect. Because <laughs> it's got rape in it. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I, but I've now, uh, the, the only thing that screws this up is in between um, Revenge of the Nerds and... Um, uh, Nutty Professor, we had Romancing the Stone and Jewel of the Nile, which kind of screws up the flow a bit. But it is interesting that we did Nutty Professor and then got Legally Blonde because I was thinking if American Pie is like the the generic white dude comedy and, from, sorry, white dude from the 2000s comedy and... And Nutty Professor is the generic black person. No, comedy. it is! <laughs> that that humour is is defined in Hollywood talk as like you know it's 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 the the demographic it's a dark comedy <laughs> the demographic of the Eddie Murphy Nutty Professor films are mainly geared, it's mainly geared towards African American it's mainly Eddie Murphy <laughs> is the demographic whether whether that demographic is a fair like exists or not that's still what studios are aiming it at um and then legally blonde is like the basic white girl version of American pie <laughs> Kate, didn't you say you're a big fan of it? <laughs> Basic bitch over here. Um, so to, to, the the biggest difference, I guess, between Legally Blonde and the early American Pie films is obviously American Pie is a lot more filthy. Yeah. But of course it is. It's yeah. geared towards teenage boys. Yeah. Legally Blonde is a is a, like an empowering woman kind yeah. of movie that is probably typically geared towards teenage girls. They're, that's at least part of its demographic. Yeah. Um, and so the, the humour is a lot more catered to, to that kind of demographic. And on top of this, it also, we, we talked about when we did American Pie, how the soundtrack to American Pie is like uh, Blink-182 and, and, and Some 41 and other uh, bands with numbers in the titles. <laughs> and like how they all sing like this. And it's like, <laughs> it's such a, it's such a, it's so emblematic of that time in history and that time in, in, in Hollywood that those those movies you hear you hear Fat Lip by Sum Forty One and you think of American Pie. Mm. But Legally Blonde opens with It's a perfect day and it's gonna get my way. Yeah, which is like that that's the basic white girl version of Fat Lip. <laughs> like <laughs> or, or Laid by James. I looked it up, it's by a band called 
Kuko or something. I don't know. Anyway, it's called Perfect Day. Look it up. And uh, <laughs> yeah, just ruined your flow. So, there, I don't know. What do you? What do you guys have any thoughts on that? On on what um, what Legally Blonde is as a a um tentpole in a certain corner of Hollywood's demographics. No. Well, yeah, dead air there, eh? I just, cool. I, I mean, like, there's no sex in Legally Blonde. Yeah. Like, full stop, that's realistically the difference. Because Emmett's not, like, well, Abashi says that night we spent in the hot tub mm-hmm. for four hours. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, there's no, yeah. Or she it. says she, when she slaps the AJ character, she's like, yeah, yeah. in the night of my life. But it's like, it's all, it's all just... It's very PG. It's PG, and yeah. it's all about like it would that would brush over a teenager. Yeah, that yeah. could be holding yeah. hands. Yeah, and yeah, that is the main difference. But I um I feel like at least in Hollywood's eyes, teenage boys want to see boobies. Yeah, teenage girls don't want to see boobies. Um, AJ, yeah. now at least <laughs> hold on, at least heterosexual. Oh, here we go. Teenage <laughs> girls don't necessarily want to see. Boobies. Did you, AJ? Because I know you're not like other guys. <laughs> Look, I don't. I see through the boobies into the heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I don't see boobies. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm not like other guys. <laughs> I've got nothing. No. Okay. Well, yeah. that was observation dick. I like the idea of observation dick being like someone does a spiel that no one has to comment on. <laughs> that, that's kind of true to what an observation is. Yeah. Well, um, you, what you're saying about the the um, the PG-ness of uh, these films <laughs> actually leads me into um, just like this phenomenon that, that I... Like- I'm, I'm formulating a joke, but I can't get there. It rhymes with penis that someone help me out here. Pigenus. Is that like what you have to call a penis in a PG movie? <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at my penis. <laughs> oh my gosh. Richard. This film constantly shoving its penis down our <laughs> Richard, what were you saying? Um, it's penis. But yeah, so I mentioned earlier that I there's this weird phenomenon that I've um, noticed recently that um, Legally Blonde like has been in the news a lot in the last week. Like we um we've talked about this I think before about how it seems like every time we do a franchise something comes up and even if it just makes the front page of Reddit about it or it like some new piece of information gets revealed they comment on whether they're making a sequel it happens more often than not this time it's happened before we've actually recorded the podcast like my mum sent me a link to a New Zealand Herald article about Legally Blonde like two days ago um and it like it came out on April first. Mm-hmm. And um and this is April fourth at the time of uh, recording, just so everyone is aware of the time frames. But um here's here's like some excerpts. I think the the writers have given some interview um recently, and they've been talking about it. So there's like all these like oh this almost didn't happen and whatnot. But um here's a couple of interesting tidbits that came out of all these different news articles. So Entertainment Weekly describes some of the uh, dirty jokes that didn't make it into the script. Um so this film wasn't almost wasn't quite as PG as we've uh, come to know yeah. and love. So. In the beginning of the movie, Elle, Reese Witherspoon, oh, is unexpectedly sorry, dumped is. by her super hunky boyfriend, Warner, played by Matthew Davis. Um, after 
which she returns to the sorority house to eat chocolate, sulk, and generally hate men. But when her sorority sisters Serena and Margot want to cheer her up, they decide that it's time for the one thing that makes her feel better no matter what, a manicure. Only the script didn't always say manicure. Oh, fuck. What did it say? What did it say? This is actually, like, this is actually real fucking funny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, originally, um, (laughs) the, um... So one of them would be like, what's the one thing that always makes her feel better? And the other one would go, cunnilingus. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh my and she goes, no, the thing after that. And then it would cut to them getting a manicure. Oh, my gosh. That's fucking hilarious. That's pretty um, like, like that's like straight up, eh? There's yeah, no whole It really bumps up the, um, the like the writing. <laughs> like it was the only thing. Imagine if that was the only thing in the movie like that. Depends on... Yeah, I know. That's that's what would be so funny. It depends on which one said it. You reckon? Yeah. 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 Like if Because Reese, if, if... No, if the blonde one, the ditz, the real ditzy one said it, that wouldn't be... It wouldn't hit as hard. But if the um, cheerleader one said it, you'd be like, whoa, shit. Because she like <laughs> yeah. really lays the smack down, you know, whereas the other mm. one's like, oh, look, there's a judge in everything. You know, she's that kind of... Yeah. But I think there's a lot of truth in that joke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you want to comment, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I'll comment. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like... Um, <laughs> no, I won't. Between, like, cunnilingus and a manicure. Anyway. If I'm um, writing yeah. how much I enjoy something between cunnilingus and a manicure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, like, unrelated, but the idea of a manicure is, like, terrifying. I could not get a manicure. Uh-huh. Uh, people have tried like to say, "Oh, Richard, you should get one. It'll be fine." No, like, I, do, you I, know, I, do you not watch Queer Eye for the Straight Guy? Don't you know that's what all men do now? <laughs> yeah, well, apparently. <laughs> um, but um, <laughs> checks his yeah, nails. I, eh? <laughs> I bite my nails, so there's your answer so there. Uh, <laughs> but um, like, I hate even when you go to the hairdresser and they shampoo your head for you. Oh, uh, like, you're not. That's, no, I've that's the best that thing ever. I've never done like, that. Like, yeah, lots of people say it's better than cunnilingus, but... What? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Who are these people? Um, Who are you talking to? Who are these people that are telling, telling you these things? Who's telling you to get manicures? <laughs> uh, just people, uh, like, come up to me all the time. Man. Wow. Um, well, maybe you should. But, yeah, like, I, I hate other people, like, you know, having control over me like that. Wow. I feel like that's a deeper issue there. And like, mis- like massages and stuff like that. I hate that. Mm. Wow. I got acupuncture yeah. today, just throwing that out there. Was, how was it? It was pretty intense. Mm. I'm still quite what did you say? sore. I'm she quite... got acupuncture. Today. Oh. Today. A few hours ago. Oh. And yeah. she still it, turned you say up it was... to record the podcast. Oh, I'm not, yeah. I'm not in a... Would you say it was better than cunnilingus? Or... <laughs> <laughs> On a scale, okay. At the start of the scale. Wait, No. How would the scale look if you've got manicures at, at one point, cunnilingus at another point, and acupuncture at another point? Yeah, and wow. you've got a triangle. And so, if cunnilingus is ten and watching Legally Blondes is zero, <laughs> where did acupuncture on a rank? scale of how good you feel from Legally Blondes yeah. to <laughs> cunnilingus? <laughs> I'll take the acupuncture, please. Mm. I think Interesting. part of it is that like. Cunnilingus is a really funny oh word. My, yeah, and I'm not I, I'm not being patriarchal because fellatio is equally as funny. <laughs> but like, 
Oh, man. Anyway. Like one in a fight. I've gone on about this too long for like an episode that my sister was excited to listen to because she oh. likes Legally Blonde. Um, yeah. But the other um, the other dirty joke um, that was that was cut from the script. Um, uh, in a later scene, Alan forms her besties of her plan to attend Harvard, at which point Margot decides to be supportive and give Al her lucky scrunchie. She explains it's lucky because it helped her pass Spanish, but as Serena says, Margot passed Spanish because she gave the professor a lap dance. Apparently that line was, she gave the professor a handjob. Wow. Not that- as funny. That pretty straight up. Like, that's pretty... It's not that cunnilingus is a funny word. It's that... <laughs> the idea of doing deeply, that. It's a deeply clinical word. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, 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 it's not like she was like, um, what always cheers her up? And she was like, eating out? And it's like, <laughs> maybe, maybe she could have meant, like, maybe she could have meant going to a restaurant, like at a stretch. Or maybe yeah. it was a double entendre. It's a no that would have been a good line, it. actually. Yeah, no, we are definitely... Talking about what? Well, oh, yeah, she, like like that because like it's and but the line isn't as funny, or well, maybe it is funny. Uh, um, being like, um, no, well, you pass Spanish because you perform mutual masturbation with the professor. <laughs> but that's the and that, that's but there's the level of the whole like if you want to go back to your observation, mm-hmm. AJ is all right. Sorry, back on American the observation. observation dick has stopped. Yeah, Everyone, I'm grab your sunnies, grab your sunnies. We've got to go back to grab the observation it. dick. <laughs> it, it, poultry where are we um but that's where american pie would say that and you're not shocked by it but Mm. you're you know you're shocked to an extent but if legally blonde just dropped that Mm. like yeah 15 20 minutes half an hour into the movie you'd be like oh this is nice oh this is what hand job yeah and you'd lose you'd lose the niceness of the float whereas like you're older if you're watching it with your little sister and your yeah. little sister's like, la, 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 la. And you're watching it and she's like, lol, lap dance. You know, the older yeah. sister's like, ha, yeah, right. More than a lap dance. Yeah. It's, yeah. So they, they couldn't have put those. They'd have to have called it, um, kind of legally blonde. <laughs> <laughs> There's my other title that they should have called <laughs> <laughs> We need to move on. Goodness me. Yeah, we've spent a lot of time on this one area. <laughs> what are you saying? We've spent a we're lot just, of time on coming Let's just move on. Let's just move, on. move it along. Move it along. Um, so the yeah, the New Zealand Herald writes, uh, apparently the so we've talked about the, the this uh, big speech that ends the film and. Um, apparently, it didn't always end like that. It originally ended with uh, her just winning the court case and they kiss outside court, mm-hmm. and that was it. And um, the um the speech was actually filmed months later uh luke wilson had started shooting the royal tenenbaums he had shaved his head so he had to wear a wig um uh reese witherspoon had started filming the importance of being earnest cutting hair short so she had to wear a wig as well and she's also got freckles in the last scene that aren't there in any other part of the film because she has naturally has freckles that for some i think like she'd gotten a bit more sun and they couldn't cover them with um makeup but what do you think like but this is Four years later, she maybe got this more natural. True. This is true. She yeah, I mean, that's maybe the thing. Maybe Wilson that, shaved his head. Yeah, <laughs> four years later, guys. But, um, yeah, so Al, uh, Reese Witherspoon was actually shot in London. Oh, my gosh. Is she okay? <laughs> <laughs> what was she shot with? A spoon? <laughs> uh, you got there before I could. Um, yeah, so, uh, and then uh, Luke Wilson and stuff were shot in, uh, in the US. My God. 
Oh my god, it's almost <laughs> a bloodbath. <laughs> Don't, but too soon, guys. Too soon. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that's the, just a fun fact. Um, yeah, I and then also, so, Glamour.com writes about how the Ben and Snap scene almost didn't happen. That's no. right. The uh, I, most iconic scene in Legally Blonde history almost didn't happen. Basically, the studio wanted Paulette to have a B-plot, and for ages it was going to be the store getting robbed, uh, until thankfully... <laughs> Ladies, back me up here. Improvised the bend and snap. <laughs> uh, but the, one of the writers stepped in and suggested that Al teach her a move to get the attention of the hot UPS guy. Thus, cinema history was born. There you it go. Was. Also, one one more thing I wanted to say about Cunnilingus um, <laughs> is that apparently one of the reasons it was cut is because a producer was like, "What's Cunnilingus?" Well. Mm. No, I was and, pretty old um, before I learned. If you either know or you don't know, this is yeah. what it said in the article: is that um, one of the one of the producers was like, "That's not funny." What's kind of lingus? And it said that producer is no longer working for the studio, and also his wife left him. Oh, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> He's no longer with his wife. Wow, because because he didn't know what kind of lingus is, right? That's the joke, right? Yeah, that's the joke. Yeah, um, okay. Just but I mean, as far as I know, it's a true story. Um, wow. So, that's just about all I have to say about Legally Blonde. So, we can move on to a segment called Continue the Franchise. And once again, we've got a beautiful uh, new theme song. Um, take it away, Kate. What's it called? Continue the Continue Franchise. Continue the Franchise. You've got to continue the franchise. you got to continue the did you say cunnilingus? <laughs> continue the franchise with Kapocha. <laughs> yeah. That's going on right. That's right. That's true. Did you it's hear time to cunnilingus the franchise with cunnilingus popcha. I can't sing. I can't sing. Cult. You can sing. But I can't get. Come on, fucking podcast and tell us you can't sing. Cult. I can't do that like swiftly. It's hard. It is. Anyway. So, just so you guys know, um, apparently Reese Witherspoon didn't have a very good time uh, working on the sequel, and she hasn't done a sequel since. Uh, she has uh, signed on for Sing 2. That's her first sequel since then. That comes out in 2020, if anyone's interested in Sing 2, which I know they're not. Kate? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> first in line. Uh, so when asked about it in 2016, um, she did like a Facebook live and someone, she said, um, a lot of people have asked me if we're going to make another Legally Blonde and we're thinking about it. Mm. Wow. And uh, as mentioned as well, there's also a Broadway musical, which had a reality TV show go alongside it, which focused on the arduous task of recasting Al Woods after the uh, woman who played it initially on Broadway stood down. That's interesting because that's a continue the franchise on a way that the franchise was already continued in a musical. Mm. That was actually really interesting too. It was actually a very good. Mm. Oh, you've seen? I've seen it. Okay. So Um, who wants to go first with continue the franchise? Can I go first? Because I feel I have the most obvious, ergo boring continuation. Yeah. Okay, go. Um, Okay, so I'm just following the thread that was insinuated at the end of uh red white and blonde where she where they're like where do you want to go next mm-hmm. and she looks at the white house and she's like i've got some ideas so i pitched to you legally blonde three blonde nation <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It's it's two. We need it now. Make America ever. blonde again. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's 2020. Um, Al Woods is president. That, that would be the tagline, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make make America blonde again. Absolutely. We've all we've all pitched in for this one. That's literally all I had. What would happen? Maybe the White House gets painted pink. Ah! It's the pink house now. Um. Yeah. Al Woods is president. It seems like a natural progression. Hmm. And then and what she's would like be the fourth? next one? And she's like, why don't we just say nice things about each other? <laughs> oh my gosh, snaps her Kim John. <laughs> um, he got or, a nice haircut. Snaps. Well, I'll <laughs> go next <laughs> and put the pressure on Kate to drive us home with a, yeah. an amazing continuation. Yeah. Um, but I liked the idea. I my continuation. I don't have a title for it. AJ, maybe you can. Um, I'll think. You about know, it. wow us. But uh, I like the idea of. Uh, the twins from Legally Blondes being framed for murder or yeah. maybe they committed a murder and Al Woods uh, has to defend them. Oh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm quite enjoying that. Yeah. Um, but or, or you could have these twins are like they've committed a murder and um, Al Woods is the prosecutor. And she has to send her own cousins to jail wow. Wow. Um, for not for the crimes of not only murder but also starring in Legally Blondes. <laughs> so Zing. Bl- blonde is the new mm. three orange words. Orange is the new blonde. Orange is new blonde. Richard, I've got a title for for Legally Blonde as a series that's better than Legally Blonde, and it's so obvious. Yeah, Blonde Justice. Yeah. Because you're still you're, you're still, still using blind. blind to blonde, but when you talk about blind justice, it, the, the, that that idiom doesn't refer to someone being blind. Whereas being legally blind means like you've been diagnosed with being blind. <laughs> don't think it pops though. You don't think blonde justice sounds too dark for pink? Yeah. All right. Oh, I feel like I'm. I just shot no, you. No, you're right. Sorry. You're right. <laughs> well, you're right. Kate. Well, you're right. What's your continue the uh, franchise? Yeah, so she says, like, <laughs> being like, oh, that's so dark. And then I'm like, well. <laughs> I was just telling AJ that I was, I've, I'm was i currently watching Prison Break at the moment. Ooh. So it kind of actually flows on from yours, Richard, because, like, what I was – because I don't want a spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't watched Prison Break. Mm-hmm. So if you don't – if you are watching it and don't want to know, you should just – Put your fingers in your ears for thirty seconds, okay. and That's then come the back and listen. Are. Oh, they can sing a wee song. They can <laughs> sing the theme song for this particular segment. Continue the franchise. Um, but so in the in season two, they a whole lot of shit happens in season one, obviously. But then they get put into another prison in Panama, and it's like basically like you're gonna die in that prison because yeah. it's just savage as. Anything. If. Yep. Oh my God, do and they I was... die? <laughs> Some do. Many do. They'll be killed. <laughs> and I just feel like either you're right, like Al Woods needs to be like framed and thrown into like this savage <laughs> and she needs to escape. And she represents or, herself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, but they do these things where they like, you know, you throw down the chicken foot and that means the two of them go into the circle and it's like one yeah, comes yeah. out alive and one dies. And that's just how the, the mm. they roll it, Sonar, you know? So Al Wood's like, so I, I kind of like the whole like pink is the new orange or orange is the new pink, whatever you want to do. But I also like that the twins Blonde committed is the a new murder. Pink and call <laughs> both colors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so 
something along those lines. But they, oh, I mean, yeah. I got pretty dark on it because yeah, yeah. they just kill people left, right, and center in that show. So I'm pretty solid. Oh, solid. Continue the franchise, team. Yeah. Yeah. I th- I like how they like progressed and and have and thought outedness. Mm. Yeah. I just love to see her doing like the snack cup in sauna where they're all no just prison. like fighting to they've got like eye tear- teardrop tattoos <laughs> yeah. and like yeah the shank cup <laughs> shanks for Kate in, shanks for in Kate. this prison bend and snap means something else <laughs> yeah don't bend and snap in the shower but then there's also okay there's also the other one which would be Emmett and Al have babies mm. and then the babies are the new Legally babies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. One of them's not... Their baby isn't blonde. Their Whoa. baby's brunette. And it's like a Lion King 2 situation where it's like, I don't look like who I'm supposed to look like. Or like the Little Mermaid where she doesn't know that she's her mum's a mermaid mm. and she loves the water, but Mom, she doesn't know why. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why you that's- love law. Because... <laughs> um, Reese, fun fact as well, Reese Witherspoon was actually pregnant while filming the second one. But um, we could have like a fifteen-year-old kid, which is older than the the, the leads of Legally Blonde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you're like, they could have a fifteen-year-old kid now if it just took place in real time, which it doesn't have to. They could just say it takes place, you know, twenty years after the the original. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, we even waited wait another five years and. You know, Al and um, Emmett could have like a twenty-year-old kid that's having an identity crisis. Maybe um, she comes home and has dyed her hair brunette, and Al essentially disowns her and frames her for murder or something. Or she's like Rapunzel and yeah. she cuts her blonde hair, and oh then all goodness. the magic goes because she's a brunette. Oh my goodness! Oh damn! Whoa! Um, regally blonde. That works. Ooh. Al Woods becomes queen. Yeah. Oh. Oh, she yes, already is queen. queen. Yes. yes, queen. And then RuPaul yeah. is... Yes. <laughs> of course. Of course. You could, like, Legally Blonde and RuPaul's Drag Race, oh, they could drag. have a crossover easily. Oh, that would be magic. To it, my, I'm surprised to... they haven't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so now it's time for our uh, final segment. Unless we need to go back out to the observation deck, um, if Kate or AJ, <laughs> you guys closed. have any other... No, I checked. It's closed. Oh, okay, right. Well, um, it's time for a segment now called... Kate? Franchise. This is really testing how well we've synced up Skype. <laughs> Franchise. Um, Roulette. Franchise roulette. Um, yeah. Anyway, so this is where we uh, have got a random number generator here, and um, Wait, but Kate's here. She can give us a random number. Oh, of course. Yes. Um, and so I've got <laughs> the um, franchise list up in front of me. Um, do you have it up in front of you, AJ? I don't. You. You. Take okay, this yeah, one I've got then. it. All right. So, Kate, can yep. you please give me a random number between one and three hundred and seven? Three hundred and six. <laughs> that is. The two film franchise known as Camp Rock. Oh! You want to come back to I'll Camp come Rock? back in two weeks' time. <laughs> Shit, yeah? Sweet. Jonas Brothers, Demi Lovato, come on! It's like we, um, it's like we get, we get the hangover and then we go through the it's halls It's like, yeah, we comedy. get the hangover. <laughs> we go through the halls of comedy to American Pie 
to um, Revenge of the Nerds, which leads us to Nutty Professor and Legally Blonde. And then Legally Blonde spins up us, us off on this musical section and yeah. now we're in Camp Rock. What's next? I don't know. High School <laughs> Musical? Of, High School Musical, which we've also mm. asked you to be on when we eventually do that episode. Mm-hmm. Spoilers for when High School Musical. Spoilers. You're you're our resident musical guest. I'm into it. I'm so into it. Cool. Well, that is the episode. Um, where, Kate. Yep. Where can people find you if they loved your singing voice? (laughs) Well, the the teaser that was that they can find me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Kate Music Taylor. But also, music's her middle name. Music is my middle name, (laughs) literally. Um, I also now just to kind of wrap up this whole like feminist boom yeah. chicks are awesome. Yeah, finally let's put an end to it. Can, can, yeah. <laughs> um, the fact that Elle Woods did something awesome as a female is a great thing, and I think that's awesome. So she can wear pink, whatever she wants. Mm. It's great, and she can marry guys as well, and that's awesome too. And she could marry girls if she wanted, and that's fine as well. You're covering all your bases. Um, I am. Place. I learned well, from Could the she marry a black person? Absolutely. <laughs> no. Oh God, no. <laughs> Um, but uh, I'm also in a all girl big band, all female big band. There's 20 of us, and we're what's all your fem- all girl big band called? The all girl big band. Oh! Thanks for asking. Let's make so you can movie. also find us at allgirlbigband.co.nz or facebook.com forward slash babes of the big band. Wow! So it's a really like tie up the female kind of mm. power to the ladies. Um, no, that's great. Thank Secret. you, Kate. Thank you for coming hey, on the show. Thanks for having me. And, you and if you want to find Cole Popshire, not you specifically, Kate, but you're welcome to, we are also on Facebook and Twitter and um, Gmail. And where else? Yeah. Instagram. Go to our Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram yeah, and um, let us know what you thought of the episode. Did um, my overt use of the word cunnilingus <laughs> make you uncomfortable? When did you say that? That's weird that you'd bring this up now out of nowhere. <laughs> Richard, that's strange I that you just it. randomly throw that word in. <laughs> I blocked it like Little do I know, you've cut all of my references to Cunnilingus yeah, other than yeah. this. Except when you just said it then, so even when you said it before, I cut that out. <laughs> Alright, thank you everybody. Goodbye. Spinning down to pick up my phone. What thank did you, I say bye. at the end of Legally Blonde? We did it! We it? did it! Yeah! We did it. I've, I, th- I can think of a place. Oh. <laughs> You ruined it. <laughs> I'm struggling to think of what happens at the end of Legally Blondes. Alright, goodbye. <laughs> it just peters out like this. 